0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to a special late-night episode of the Today's Focus podcast series. It is Sunday, July the 30th, 2023. It is currently 11.07 p.m. Central Time, and well, your focus for today, do I say, see, I almost want to say your focus for this evening, today's focus, your today's focus is, but it's not really today. It's your late night focus. What we're really going to focus in on is pride and anxiety, pride and anxiety. This this late night hour, we're going to talk about pride and anxiety. And, and, and anxiety. Yes, I'm having all kinds of problems speaking correctly tonight and I apologize for that. There's a, there's there's a lot going on. I'm not going to get into it, but we're going to talk about anxiety and pride. There is that better. Anxiety and pride. There there you go. No, just I'll just just for full transparency, I've been having some some crazy neurological seizure issues that I I have because of everything that happened to me in the military and well. Yeah. So, but I, but I, I don't like those things controlling me. I don't like those things controlling me. So sometimes when I, I feel it, I'm like, you know what? I, I'm going to do a broadcast just to try to show that it doesn't control me. And then what happens? I start speaking, and boom, you start feeling the effects. But tonight, for this today's focus, for this evening's focus, we're going to talk about anxiety and pride and. Before we get to the pride part, let's talk about anxiety. Let's talk about anxiety before we get to the pride, before I even kind of take you the journey for why we're talking about this at this late hour. Let's talk about anxiety. Let me ask you, do you suffer from anxiety? Do you have an anxiety disorder in any way, shape, or form? Now, I have been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. I have. And it relates primarily to my seizures, to all the things that happened in the military with the seizure disorder and all the seizures that I've had. I was also diagnosed not sometime after that, after all of my seizures started, I was diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. Have you ever been diagnosed with that? And as a Christian, how was that treated? If you have anxiety, if you have an anxiety disorder, is it immediately treated as sin? And what is the supposed spiritual reason you have anxiety or you have an anxiety disorder? Like, well, like, like, have you ever been told your anxiety, instead of saying, well, maybe maybe your anxiety goes deeper than just normal anxiety, maybe it's a disorder, maybe you should seek to get a professional diagnosis, maybe sometimes within the church, you're told, no, 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 no. It's a spiritual problem. And here is the cause of that. The cause of your anxiety is this spiritual cause. Have you ever been told that? Have you ever had to deal with that? Now, if you do a little bit of research about anxiety disorders, the causes of anxiety disorders aren't fully understood life experiences such as traumatic events appear to trigger anxiety disorders. Now, sometimes it will trigger anxiety disorders in people who are already prone to anxiety. Inherited traits can also be a factor. For some people, anxiety may be linked to an underlying health issue. In some cases, anxiety signs and symptoms are the first indicators of a medical illness. If your doctor suspects uh, your anxiety may have a medical cause, he or she may order tests to look for signs of a problem. Examples of medical problems that can be linked to anxiety, heart disease, diabetes, thyroid problems such as hyperthyroidism, respiratory disorders such as chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, COPD, and asthma drug misuse or withdrawal, withdrawal from alcohol, chronic pain, irritable bowel syndrome, rare tumors that produce certain fight or flight hormones. Sometimes anxiety can be a side effect of certain medications. So there's a number of possible reasons why someone can have anxiety. But sometimes in the church, we're immediately told, hey, 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 your anxiety has a spiritual problem. Now, Is it possible that your anxiety is linked to a spiritual problem? I mean, I don't think we can completely throw that out there, but I think sometimes immediately we are told, hey, if you, because I have an anxiety disorder and I was told most likely it's linked to the seizures. It's linked to all those constant seizures and neurological issues and all the things it can, it can, it can cause me problems not to be able to say pride and anxiety or anxiety and pride, or, or it can, it can, it can, it can lead to all kinds of issues, especially when you're having lots of neurological issues. You can't speak clearly. You can't sometimes get the thoughts out clearly, right? So then that creates more anxiety or more frustration or more worry because then you're like, man, I don't want this to be a permanent problem because I want to be able to broadcast or whatever the case may be. And then it can be a a cycle and it can, it can, it can take you down. Now, obviously, if I'm mentioning anxiety and pride, or as I started out to say, pride and anxiety, it's weird. I can't say it that way. Anxiety and pride, I can say it perfectly. We'll see what, does that make any sense? It makes absolutely no sense, but that's okay because this fits perfectly, right? This, my problem fits perfectly because my problem is linked to my anxiety disorder, right? So in that that if this this fits fits perfectly for this this particular episode, it it does. So I, I I really I want I want you to just really think about this. Obviously, I am asking this question about anxiety disorder and anxiety, and I'm mentioning pride because clearly someone somewhere has connected pride. To anxiety. Is there a connection between you experiencing anxiety and pride? Now, let's make sure we understand this. I think this is important. Experiencing occasional anxiety is a normal part of life. Now, we can say, how much anxiety can one normally experience as a Christian before it crosses over into some kind of sin? At what point does your anxiety become sin? Because as a Christian, we do know we're told not to be anxious about anything, not to worry. Now, we could argue that is found in the Sermon on Mount, which is God's law, which we're going to always fall short of in some way, shape, or form. But it is something to ponder. How much worry, how much anxiety can a Christian experience before it now is a sin? And if you are experiencing worry or anxiety— And it is crossed over to a sin. What is the underlying cause of that spiritually? However, I think there's something to realize. There's this kind of more experiencing anxiety or worry at somewhat of a normal level. However, some people with anxiety disorders frequently have intense, excessive, and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations, Often, anxiety disorders involve repeated episodes of sudden feelings of intense anxiety, fear, or terror that reach a peak within minutes. For example, like a panic attack. So, I think we also have to try to realize when it comes to anxiety, there's a lot of different levels here. So, first... From a Christian perspective, at what level does it become a sin? And then at what level is it leaving your normal anxiety that maybe the Bible would tell you you're not to have? And now it's crossed over into an actual diagnosed disorder. And is that disorder a sin or is it a true medical condition? Now, Christianity has not always done a good job distinguishing this, right? Because sometimes as Christians, if you have anxiety or worry... Or even depression. It's immediately treated as you don't have enough faith. You're ungodly. You're in sin. You're not trusting God. And it heaps then on top of your worry, anxiety or depression. Now you're, you have to have guilt. Okay. Now you have to feel shame. Now you have to feel humiliated. Now you have to feel like you're weak spiritually, which then this compounds the problems worse and worse and worse, which can have devastating consequences on a person not only emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. But at the same time, we don't want to ignore the spiritual ramifications of these things. We can't just overlook and go, well, there's no spiritual connection here. But there can be. Sometimes spiritually, when things are not right with us spiritually, I think it can create other problems. I I, I don't think we can just ignore that. How to map it out requires not only nuance, it requires wisdom, biblical wisdom, spiritual wisdom, even wisdom about things like a depression and anxiety disorder and mental health issues. It requires a little bit of of finesse. It requires a little bit of care. It's not so simple. So I think from a Christian perspective, whenever someone's suffering anything, I, I think it's perfectly okay. To go, well, could it be a spiritual issue? Like what, what could possibly be the spiritual factors that could contribute to it? Not saying it's the direct cause, but how could it be contributing to it? I think that, I think that's okay to say. So when it comes to anxiety, when does it cross the line and a sin? When does your normal everyday anxiety cross over to an anxiety disorder? Now, an anxiety disorder has to have medical possible causes. It can be trauma, it can be medical issues, and you got to figure out that cause and then seek possible treatment for it and all the different things you can do. You could pursue maybe a medication or you could pursue maybe some other avenues and other ways of dealing with anxiety. Now, if there's a spiritual cause, and I think that should be looked at, then you look, I think you need a more holistic approach to a lot of these things from a Christian perspective. Then you can say, what things in my life could be causing this anxiety from a spiritual standpoint? What could be doing this? And then you have to look at how that's impacting you and what can or can't be done. And, then, and there's lots of issues there. So, obviously, this again, I'm referring to this as my original way I was going to say pride and anxiety or anxiety and pride. Clearly, that's because someone at some point, as in me discussing all of this, pride was connected to anxiety. So, here is what happened my first thinking over the last 48 hours, maybe, maybe a little, probably, maybe a little over 24 hours, maybe, I have been thinking a lot about pride. We reviewed a sermon on Jeremiah chapter 13, and the pastor really focused on pride. As he focused on pride, I took my journal and I wrote down the references in Jeremiah 13 about pride. Now, today at Victory Baptist Church, we pre- I preached again on Jeremiah 13, and we, once again, we mentioned pride. So, let's look at those references in Jeremiah 13, All right? Jeremiah 13, starting in verse 9. Uh, Jeremiah 13, verse 9. Uh, th- uh, Thus saith the Lord, after this manner will I mar the pride of Judah and the great pride of Jerusalem. Now, Jeremiah 13 is a chapter where where Jeremiah is basically carrying out object lessons and he carries out an object lesson about a garment that's going to be, he's to take to the Euphrates and basically bury it. He's going to dig it up. It's going to be marred and that marred garment, that corrupted garment, that ruined garment is God is going to ruin, corrupt and mar the pride of Judah and Jerusalem because God does not like their pride. He wants to destroy it. He wants to crush their pride. All right? So meaning of course we know God does not like pride. Jeremiah 13 verse 15. Jeremiah 13 verse 15. Hear ye and give ear be not proud for the Lord hath spoken. Another get stop with the pride. And then look at verse 18. Jeremiah 13:18 Say unto the king and to the queen humble yourselves sit down for your principality shall come down even the crown of your glory hey sit down humble yourselves stop being proud god hates pride and we have warning after warning in the bible about pride and and pride comes before the fall and pride comes before destruction and God hates a proud look and, and God resists the proud. but gives grace to the humble. Scripture after scripture about it. So we know pride is a negative thing. We know pride is a negative thing. We know it's it's devastating to us spiritually. There's no question about it, okay? Pride is devastating to us spiritually. But But here's what happened. So I've been thinking about pride. There, pride, 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 pride. I even kind of gave an assignment to work on pride. And so I've been thinking a lot about it. In fact, I was tempted today when I got to Victory Baptist Church to kind of detour our study in Jeremiah and just work on the subject of pride. In fact, I even thought about coming up here to the microphone this evening and kind of starting a series on pride. So this idea of pride. But then my daughter sent me a TikTok. And it was a TikTok video where someone was taking some audio from a sermon by Stephen Furtick from Elevation Church. Now, this sermon was supposedly preached like six years ago. My daughter found the full sermon. It's like six years ago. And the name of the sermon, let me go to my daughter's uh, text here. Let me go to my daughter's text. All right, she's a message. Okay, When when anxiety attacks... Uh, when anxiety attacks Pastor Stephen Furtick, Elevation Church, it's from six years ago, and it looks like it has around 6,446,700 views. I want you to hear that. 6,446,700 views is what it appears to have. I haven't gone and completely verified that, but that's what I have here in my text, unless they gave, they, they misread the number. Now, I have not listened to his sermon when anxiety attacks. Maybe we will need to review this because, because again, I've got questions about anxiety. There's this kind of normal anxiety that we have in our life. When does that cross over and become sin? And when does anxiety get so bad that it becomes an anxiety disorder? And then how does our spiritual life, what, what could spiritually be contributing to anxiety, the normal kind, or could it even be contributing to a, To an anxiety disorder? Could it be? How do we process all of this? Well, obviously, Stephen Furtick, he's got the answer. He knows what is causing your anxiety. Now, he's going, well, we're just going to play this clip. Now, the, the person who comments after the clip is not a Christian. She refers to herself as an ex Christian. So she's not a fan of Christianity. She's not a fan of the Bible. So she is utterly appalled by what Stephen Furtick had to say. My daughter was somewhat appalled by what Stephen Furtick had to say. But let's listen to what Stephen Furtick had to say. We'll also listen to this this woman uh, give her comments. Now, remember, she's not a Christian, so she may say some things that you find offensive. But I want you to hear how a ex-Christian or a non-Christian, how they hear what we preach. And... Now, sometimes we can't worry about what they think, but sometimes we should be at least aware of how they may perceive it. But, you know, Stephen Furtick is, you know, come on, his podcast is in the top, like, he's one of the top podcasts in all of podcasting. I mean, he he's up there, like, you know, he's so far in another stratosphere that there's no way I'll ever come close. He's very well... He's hated and loathed by many, but he's loved by many more. So if six million people have watched this video that he pre this sermon that he preached six years ago about anxiety, that means there's a lot of Christians walking around that probably think about anxiety more along the lines of what Stephen Furtick had to say than maybe the medical information that I read here at the beginning. So Let's let's see what he had to say, and then we can talk about it. Clearly, he's going to say something about pride. I, I've kind of given away the plot, and I apologize. I should have said spoiler alert. I didn't build the mystery like I typically do. I would typically do. I apologize for that. But let's let's do this. Look at the word anxiety. Look at how it's spelled in English. Look at what. Is in the center of the word. Do you see it? Show them on the screen. At the center of your anxiety, if you really trace it, I'm not talking about a medical cond- condition. I'm not a pharmacist. I don't know about all that. I am not a neurologist. I'm saying, spiritually speaking, that the Lord told me at the center of your anxiety is your pride. Okay, now, that's all she plays of him. Now, to be fair, we do need to review the entire sermon. So at some point, we'll make it a priority to review the entire sermon. But let me just ask you, do you think, now, he says not a medical condition. So he obviously he's not, he's trying to, I think, separate this from a, a anxiety disorder. So, so I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him credit for trying to separate this. So, but when it comes to just say your normal anxiety, we try to figure out when, at what point does that cross over to become sin? Is it possible that your anxiety, my anxiety, it, the center of it, the cause of it is pride. Does pride lead to anxiety? Now, he says God told him. Now, now the fact that he said God told him means then that I, that technically I'm not supposed to question what he has to say because God told him. Like that, that to me is the most evil part of it is when a pastor says God told me this, then, then he's claiming infallibility. He's claiming divine inspiration. He's claiming divine revelation. Therefore, he, he could, you could put that in your Bible. Pride causes anxiety, and supposedly it's a dogmatic fact. It's more authoritative than than anything you can come up with because God literally told him that. Now, I reject that God told him that. I I don't believe that in any way, shape, or form. God speaks to us through his word. So if you were to do a biblical study of pride, do you think you could biblically demonstrate that pride— is causes anxiety that the the cause of anxiety is pride. Pride is what causes it. Pride is the source of anxiety. If you say, I've got anxiety, what do I do? You've got to finish, finish off your pride. You get rid of your pride. You become humble. Your anxiety will go away. According to God is what Stephen Furtick had to say. Now we're going to listen to what, she has to say, we're going to listen to what she has to say. She's going to be obviously very derogatory and she's going to make some comments about God that you may not want to hear, but I just, it's only fair to hear the whole clip. I just wish, obviously I don't like the fact that she took that little part from, you know, the sermon because we need to give Stephen Furtick the opportunity to, to, to flesh it out. So we will, but so I'm not going to say Stephen Furtick dogmatically asserts, well, I mean, it sounds like he dogmatically asserts. I'm going to say just Forget Stephen Furtick. Just let's just say that there's this hypothetical theory out there. There's just a hypothesis out there that anxiety is caused by pride. Now, just forget Stephen Furtick. Forget that he, even we're not going to, we'll have to give him the benefit of the doubt right now. Maybe he just wasn't clear there. We'd have to listen to the whole sermon. But let's just take that hypothesis. Do you believe pride leads to anxiety? If you were to to list all the things pride leads to, where would you rank anxiety? All right, now let's see what she had to say.
1: I'm not a doctor. I'm not a mental health expert. I don't have any expertise in this field whatsoever. I know nothing about anxiety or anxiety disorder, but God told me that anxiety comes from pride. God told me. This this man has thousands, tens of thousands of people, millions of people, if you count all of his YouTube subscribers, watching him and listening to him, taking his advice, taking his words as truth. And he's claiming that regardless of all of the the studies and the data out there, regardless of all of the information that we have about anxiety and anxiety disorders, none of that matters. And all that matters is that God told him that anxiety comes from pride. At the center of your anxiety is pride. You're just too full of yourself. You're just too selfish. Haven't we heard that over and over and over again in the church? You are so selfish. You are so prideful. You are, you're so concerned with yourself. You're all about you, you, you. You need to stop saying, I, 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 I. It's all about God. Put it on God. If God wants you to do that, if God wants you to only focus on him all of the time, then God is the one being selfish. And why should you have to ignore your own mental health to feed God's ego?
0: Now, obviously, she's very antagonistic to the idea that we put God first and and God and and, and God everything. Now, she then accuses God of being selfish, but then this gets into the never ending. Well, by what standard? Like you're going to judge God saying selfishness is bad by what standard makes selfishness bad? What would make like who defines selfishness as bad? Is that just your opinion? So now you get to what's the source of morality, but we won't follow that whole logic and that whole never ending cycle. Hey, I'm going to reject God and I'm going to judge your God based on a standard of morality that comes from you. But what if I reject your system of morality? Why is your morality binding on me? Oh boy, we can go all day on that. We can go all day on that. But she obviously was not happy that he is saying, Hey, the source of, of your ang- the the real source of your anxiety is pride, is pride, pride. Now we know pride. God, we, God warns us continually against pride. There's no question about that. God condemns pride right there in Jeremiah 13. He condemns it. There's scripture after scripture after scripture about pride, but. Does it cause anxiety? That's what I really want you to focus on, all right? This is a today's focus. So that's now because because here's the thing. I started off by expressing my my I'm trying to be transparent with my own anxiety disorder. So guess what I could do? I could look. I have an anxiety disorder. So in other words, I have, innocent skin in the game. I could be like, how dare you say that my anxiety disorder has to do with pride? I could, I could immediately want to reject what, now I, the first, now let me state this correctly. First, I reject what Stephen Furtick had to say simply on the basis that he claims God told him, right? I, that's, no, God did not reveal anything to you. God is not speaking to you. He only speaks through his Scripture, through His word. So if God told you, show me the scripture where he said it. And if you don't have a scripture, then you need to stop saying God told you. And what you need to say is not that God told you, but that God spoke it in his word and then quote scripture. Then we could work on how you interpret it, what your hermeneutics that is. But don't give me this nonsense. God told you. God speaks through his word alone. And if he's not speaking through his word alone, then the Bible is not the final authority. And then anybody can claim God speaks to them. And then there's no way to know whether that's right and wrong. And then it's utterly spiritual chaos. So I reject it right there. But I have to be honest with myself. I have an anxiety disorder, an actual diagnos- diagnosable, diagnosed anxiety disorder. It's a, it's a fact, right? It's a fact. Yeah? And I'm only telling you that because here's a situation where I could be like, how dare he say that? That's offensive to me. Because he would be telling me that I have a spiritual problem, and that's offensive. So I'm going to reject it just because I don't want to be accused of having a spiritual problem. See, now that that's where you've got to be careful because you can't reject something just because you don't like how it makes you feel. You can't reject. So I have. To, so I really, really, really want us to co- contemplate. I really want us to ponder. I really want us to consider. What is the possibility that pride leads to anxiety of some level? Now, I I don't think you can say pride is the cause for every anxiety disorder because anxiety disorders typically are listed about trauma. If you've gone through any severe trauma in your life, childhood trauma, horrible abuse, any life altering event that's traumatic, you know, like, you know. The things that happened to me in the military that the reason I have a seizure disorder. I think I could offer, I've got medical, justifiable, diagnosable reasons why I have a anxiety disorder. However, though, I don't want to be one of those who just say, well, I got an anxiety disorder. I, I you know, I'm not going to look at any spiritual situation. I got to look at the spiritual situation, but we have to know if it is truly a biblical perspective. Now, he came up with this thing. Look at the middle letter of anxiety. It's I. Dun, dun, da, da. There's the center of your problem. Now, I do believe sin is the exaltation of self. I do believe sin is the exaltation of the I. I say that all the time. So I think our sinful nature does exalt us and pride is a common problem in all of us. It's there. And I do pride. Pride leads to all kinds of problems. But is it the source of anxiety? If it was even remotely possible, if we could truly deny, d- die to self, deny self, and no longer follow self, would we have any anxiety? Now, we truly are never going to die to ourself and deny self. That's that's a law that we will fall short of. In Christ, we deny self and die to self. In our practical position, we don't. But what do you think? Tonight, we're looking at pride and Anxiety. We're looking at anxiety and pride. I disagree with Stephen Furtick on the basis that he said God told him. I don't believe that's true. I know it's not true because God speaks through his word. But if we were to look to a scriptural, either a scriptural justification, what Stephen Furtick said, Or something, or if we were, so a a spiritual justification, or could we find something in scripture that would say, this is not actually correct? Typically, I would think anxiety, if you were going to find a spiritual thing, is a lack of trust in God, right? A lack of faith. That's what we typically say. What do you think? I'd love to get your thoughts. You can email me, newsif at yahoo.com. NewsIF at yahoo.com. That's news at yahoo.com. And I do apologize for that kind of rough start. That rough start for this episode. All right? Not not too good, not great, but now, whoo, man, my head is pounding. So I think I did what I could. But I think it's perfect. I think it's perfect, right? See, I think it's perfect. Um, This is a situation where my current state with my neurological seizure issues are the very thing that leads to the anxiety. And now I'm going to be filled with anxiety because I messed up. I stumbled over my words. My intro wasn't very good. And now I'm going to be doing so. Now, is it because of pride? Now, you could argue, well, maybe the reason you're going to have anxiety is because of pride. See, I've got to at least consider it. But I don't know. But my anxiety, I don't know if it's – maybe pride contributes to it. See, I I don't know. I See, now I'm going to sit here and and obsess over my, my frustration with this episode. Is it because of pride or is it because of an anxiety disorder? And is my anxiety linked to my pride? I don't have good answers right now. Just, oh, I just think it's important. Well, there's more I could say. I just, I just think it's always important to try to determine when something is truly a mental health issue or a medical issue, we can acknowledge that. And and it's okay as a Christian. At the same time, though, we don't ever want to ignore how spiritual issues can either contribute to it or not, especially in the life of a believer, obviously. All right, I'd love to get your thoughts. Newsif at yahoo.com. News IF at yahoo dot com. I promise, hopefully tomorrow, I'll do better. Can't make any promises. Um, I don't know how many broadcasts I'll be able to do tomorrow. I have a medical appointment at about two something. So who knows how I'll be feeling after that, but we will we will see. All right, thanks for listening. Everyone have a great night. Is it morning time yet? No, it's 11, it's 11:39 p.m. Central Time and other time zones it's morning time so it's still a late night. And uh yeah, I'm going to stop. Thanks for listening. Everyone have a great night. That was a special late night episode of the Today's Focus podcast series for Sunday, July the 30th, 2023. Thanks for listening and hopefully you will focus a little bit on this connection or lack of when it comes to pride and anxiety, or to say it better, anxiety and pride.